Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. Today's episode is going to tie into the upcoming holiday season, and I'm going to answer a few of the most common, commonly asked questions when it comes to, to dieting, and hopefully it is able to tie into this holiday season coming up and the potential of the anxiety-inducing aspects of what happens if I eat too much during the holiday season or what happens if I have a bad day or what happens if I have a bad week and is all progress lost. So I'm going to jump into these questions. And since I am by myself, I have to ask myself and then I have to answer them as well. So it's it's going to be a little, it may be a little different, but nonetheless, we'll get it done. And the first question is, is where do I start? And we've talked about this before. I'm going to hammer home the point a little bit further is start with the easiest, most actionable, least resistant step that fits you. So there's a couple factors that go into this is one, who you are as a person and who you who you are personality-wise and what works for you. And then two, where you're at. So if you're a beginner or if you're like an intermediate level dieter or if you're an advanced dieter, it's going to depend depending on where you're at on the scale. So somebody that has no experience that's just starting out this dieting, they might start by just checking food labels, by just looking and seeing how many calories are in a certain food that they are eating. For somebody that's more advanced, they might throw in different kinds of proteins or they might start switching up their diet to where rather than just having chicken or rather than having beef, they might start throwing in eggs or they might throw in pork or just switching up their diet. And realistically, everybody's different. I can't give you what foods to eat. I've done that before with some people that I've coached. And I, I say, eat yogurt or eat cottage cheese or eat whatever it may be. And without fail, it seems to be people don't like the same foods that I like. If I, if I recommend eating Brussels sprouts or asparagus or broccoli, there's going to be people out there that say, I hate that stuff. I it just, I can't stand it. The idea behind it is for you to build a foundation that you can build upon and that you can, you can progress from rather than having me tell you exactly what to do. Start owning it for yourself and start believing in yourself and start testing and start pushing yourself to, to be the person that you want to be by taking the, the first step that works for you and it, it could be a very small step in your eyes. I, I feel like sometimes that I take very small steps towards my goal. Sometimes with this podcast, I feel like that I'm taking the smallest step. But that smallest step today is different than it would have been three years ago. And as you build on that progress, you'll just undoubtedly get closer and, and, and better and work a lot more towards your goal rather than sitting there and giving up on yourself. So take that first, easiest, most actionable step, whatever that may be for you. The next one would be like, which is the best diet to follow? There's so many out there. There's keto, paleo, Weight Watchers, vegan. There's there's so many out there that people want to know what should I follow. Intermittent fasting is one as well. And all of those have the same thing in common. So if fat loss is the goal and you want to lose fat and you want to lose weight, the thing that they have in common is the amount of calories that you are eating. And I know that seems hard to believe. But let's, let's break it down just a little bit for a couple of the, the diets. So keto, for instance, you're basically eliminating all of your carbs. So the foods that it's easy to splurge on, so the foods like cakes, candies, chips, 
pasta, the stuff that is easy to overeat is basically taken out of your diet. So then you get more full on the fats and the proteins, which proteins in general are more filling. So the more you eat of the proteins, the more full you're going to get rather than mindlessly snacking on Cheez-Its or chips or the, the things that it's just easy to sit in front of the TV and, and, and put in your mouth and not get full from. So a diet that works for you. And as I've, as I also stated in the past, I do counting calories. I do like a macro, like if it fits your macros breakdown to where I try to hit a certain amount of protein and then my calories. And that's basically all I do. Fats and carbs are kind of interchangeable for me. It depends on what makes me feel better. Uh, the time that I eat, I before I go to the gym, I don't eat a higher fat meal. I eat a higher carb meal with some protein, but that's me. And if you're somebody that doesn't really like carbs, if you're somebody that can do the keto diet and it's something that's easier for you to follow, by all means, please go for it. But all of these diets, what they have in common is the amount of calories that you are eating. And the quality of food matters too, but when it comes to losing weight, it's the amount of calories that you're eating. Carbs are not bad for you. Carbs don't make you gain weight. Too many carbs or too many calories make you gain weight. So whatever diet works for you is the best one to choose. If it's weight loss though, it's the calories that matter. Which ties into the next question, do I need to count calories? And I've also said this before on this podcast, and it's something that I've heard from somebody in the fitness community is, you may not always count your calories, but your calories always count. Meaning you can get by without counting your calories. And if you're somebody that's just starting out with a diet, or if you're somebody that's just starting out with weight loss, I would recommend you keep a food log, whether it's on MyFitnessPal or whatever whatever log tracking app that might work for you. Maybe it's pen and paper. So what food you're eating, serving size, and figuring out how many calories you're eating. Because from there, if you're not losing weight, you need to bump those calories down. And do you need to count calories? Do you have to count calories? No, there are ways around it. And that's what sometimes this keto, paleo, is they, they eliminate these foods to where they they tend to push you towards the wholer, more nutritious foods that keep you fuller longer, whether it's the proteins or the fibrous foods. And that phrase, you may not always count your calories, but your calories always count is so true because you can overeat and you can eat too many calories, but you don't necessarily need to count them to know that. And if you don't count your calories, there are ways to go around or there are ways to go about it. But when you start counting your calories, what it does is it opens your eyes to, well, I just had 800 calories today from sodas. So I had two big gulps from 7-Eleven and that was 800 calories. When you start noticing and when you start, when you start becoming more aware of what you're putting in your body, it also helps you in the long run to where it'll set you up the sustainability to where you won't always have to count your calories. But noticing, being aware of what you put in your body is huge. So that's why I would recommend counting them to start and maybe counting until you hit your goal and then from there learning to play with them. Which ties into the other question or the next question. Should you be adding in calories that you burn from exercise back into your dieting or your nutrition 
calories or your nutritional calories? And the short answer is no. So if you burn 500 calories from exercise for the day, don't add in 500 calories more. Because when I figure out or when we figure out your total daily energy expenditure, which is a fancy way to say how many calories on average that you burn in a day, it's already factored in your activity level because your total daily energy expenditure is your basal metabolic rate, which is your age, sex, weight, height, muscle mass. There's all these physiological factors that go into that. And then it's multiplied by your activity level. And it's not your activity level for one day, but it's kind of like an average over the course of the week. So if you're exercising three times a week and it's pretty vigorous exercise, that's already factored into how many calories you should be eating for the day. Now there's a more refined approach that gets a little bit more advanced and that's when you calorie cycle. So that's eating more calories on the days that you work out compared to the days that you don't. So if, you're, if your total calories is set for 2,000 calories per day, it means that rather than just eating a flat 2,000 calories per day, you could eat more on the training days or more on the workout days and fewer on the days that you're resting if that's something that works for you. But in total, if, you're, if your total number is 2,000 calories, as long as you're over the course of the week eating only 14,000 calories, whether you eat all 14,000 calories in one day and then zero over the next six days, which I am not recommending, I am just giving that as an example, it, it doesn't matter how you approach it. You can, you can cycle your calories, but that's, that's a discussion for another episode because that's a more in-depth, more nuanced approach to, to maneuvering your calories that, that work for how you're feeling over the course of whether it's training days or you have a vacation coming up or if you have a birthday party coming up. But like I said, that's that's something for another episode. And the last question that is asked or that that I, I guess maybe not asked so much, but people want to know, and we kind of touched on it earlier, is what about a juice cleanse? What about a diet pill? What about the quick fix? And while I totally understand and I totally get it, I would never recommend doing the juice cleanse. I would never recommend doing the detox or the fat loss pill. The reason that is, is because we live in this clickbait, two-day shipping, someday the same-day shipping, Netflix on demand, everything on demand to where we get it now. But when it comes to our health, when it comes to how we want to be not just today or the next week, it, it comes to how we want to be over the next five years, over the next 10 years, heck, up until we die you know, the, the point to where we're, we're not looking for this next week. We're, we're looking for long-term sustainability that will set us up for success, not just for today, but looking at the big picture. And juice cleanses, detoxes, our body will naturally detox. Our body will get rid of the toxins, and our body naturally does that for us. And we can't just continue to put crap into our body and expect it to be okay by by cleansing, we have to we have to be aware of what we're eating, and that that ties into the calories, and that ties into the the keeping track of your calories and keeping track of what you're putting in your body. The more you know, the more you're aware, the better off you're going to be. And look at yourself as somebody that is able to do it, and have that belief in yourself, and and start start seeing the other side of you can do it rather than. I've always been fat and that negative mindset of I can never do it. And every time that I work out, I never see the progress. Oftentimes you just give up too soon before 
you see the progress that you want. And you you see yourself in the mirror every day to where you want that that big change from Monday to Wednesday when that's not going to happen. You're going to get that big change from January to May. You're going to get that big change from July to November. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. And with that time, with that physical change that you see, you will also feel better about yourself. You will feel more fulfilled. You will feel you will own it more. You will be you will start to believe in yourself more. It'll make you a better parent. It'll make you a better spouse. It'll make you a better friend, a better coworker, a better owner, a better person in general, to where you're more confident in yourself because you didn't reach for that fat loss pillar. You didn't rely on that juice cleanse, but you bought into yourself and you you did it yourself. And I think after that feel good rant, I will wrap up this episode. I'll link Owen's Instagram at the bottom again. And if you would go ahead and leave me a review on the podcast, whether it's through Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to it, like me on Facebook at Justin Kristen Fit. And if you have any questions, send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. And we will check in with you guys again next, next week.